from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome to game time. This is a, uh, a Wednesday edition of the program, and we are glad you are with us. We got so much to get to today. I mean a ton of sports to talk about with uh with you this morning let's uh, go around the horn and check in ward good morning how are we outstanding ryan doing well happy hump day there you go all right we got uh did anybody see the uh, the conclusion of the houston astros baseball game yes i, I did got, i got two words to say wow we what a finish that ball may still be in flight no it's got a roof it probably put a dent in the roof though uh my goodness and I didn't even I wasn't even paying attention. I think the roof was closed, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Why? It's October. Yeah, and the weather was really nice yesterday. Beautiful day. Open the roof. Let's play baseball. Uh I don't know. Anyway, a great start to the playoffs. Uh and uh, we'll get into that a little bit today. We'll uh we'll talk some Baylor football today. We'll talk about the Cowboys and their Upcoming matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles. And we'll get into some high school football today. Uh, Don Hyde, the head coach of La Vega, is going to join us this morning. And uh, we'll also talk to Keenan Cummings from WVSports.com, part of the Rivals family, kind of measure the pulse of the the Mountaineers in Morgantown this morning as they prepare to host the Bears tomorrow night. By the way, we'll have that broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship for Baylor Athletics. We'll start with a – I'm still not real sure how to describe this. Maybe a pregame to the pregame. But Ward and I will be over at Buffalo Wild Wings where they got about 50,000 televisions. And they'll all be locked in and ready to go on the Baylor game. They'll have all kinds of food and drink specials for you. We'll be there at uh, 3 o'clock tomorrow. And then at 4 o'clock, we'll uh, take you to the pregame show. Get you ready for the Bears and the Mountaineers. Then kick a little after 6 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas with John, JJ, and Ricky. And uh, Captain Bob Baker as well. So that'll all be coming up this morning. Uh, up to Thursday afternoon, <laughs> rather, on uh, ESPN Central Texas. All right. And Saturday, UMHB is going to be on the road. Texas Lutheran down in Seguin. What's it look like in this matchup, board? Is this one where... The crew, if they play well, they win the football game. I, you, know, you have a tendency to go into every game with that feeling with UMHB. Yeah, you do. Um, but they're going to have to play. They're going to have to play four quarters. They're going to have to play well. They didn't, you know, the second half as we've already talked about last week. They didn't play extremely well. Uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, the atmosphere. Maybe it was, you know, being able to be up comfortably at halftime, whatever the reason was. So they're, they're, they're going to need to play four quarters. Seguin's on a two-game winning streak. Their offense has scored 85 points the last two games. So they're going to have to figure out a way to, to stop that offense. And 
and be able to get off the field defensively and give their offense a chance to take what the defense gives them. But let's be honest. They're the elite of the conference right now. Should be, yeah. There's there's no doubt. They're the defending national champions. Yeah, and the one matchup that we thought would give them a little, little push didn't. Absolutely did not. It did early, but as the game wore on, good gracious. Uh, no, they, they dominated Harden Simmons. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. I mean, on the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is this team built to repeat as, as difficult? And we've talked about this the other day. You don't see repeats because it's so stinking hard. It is. And there's, for a million reasons, a lot of it is, you know, well, anyway, is this team built to repeat? I think it is. It's it's going to have to, again, learn to play four quarters of football every time they step on the field, no matter who the opponent is, uh, and be able to do the things that they're capable of doing and not have mental mistakes. But if if they can do that, yes, I think they can repeat. Is there a particular area where you think, hey, they've got to elevate their game a little bit here as this thing unfolds? I, I would have said the defense until last week, and I think the defense is starting to come together and starting to play really well right now. Um, it, as of you know Saturday, it was a pretty complete game for the defense. Um, offensively, I think they need to – I felt like in the second half especially, and maybe even the first half last week, and Coach Harmon mentioned this in his coach's show yesterday, that they felt like going back and looking at the film, they may have been trying to do too much offensively instead of just being themselves and taking what the defense gives them. They were trying some different formations. They were putting guys in different positions on the field instead of their normal position to try to shake things up. For me, just go out and be yourself and put your will on somebody and take what the defense gives you. Don't don't try to change it up just because you feel like you you should change it up and try to, you know, I call it the Kellen Moore aspect, try to be cute with some things and just go out and play the game the way the game asks you to play it. And I, I think if they do that, go back to being that type of offense. I, I, don't, I don't know that there's anybody out there that can completely stop them. Um, in the country, yeah, I do. I, I think they're that that they can be that good an offense. Wow, that gives you an awfully good chance to uh, to get back to the stag bowl, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. I, I really think it does. I think they have a, a real good opportunity. Now, it's also going to depend on you know what the Division Three committee does with UMHB right now being ranked four in the country uh and and trinity right behind them i mean they could get it could get squirrely when you get to the playoffs and they could have to go on the road for the playoffs if they have to go on the road for the playoffs anything can happen on the road you've seen this over the years you've been a part of this this d3 thing they're they're four in the country when do they go on the road if they remain fourth if everything's you know just stays the same Mm mm-hmm and they finish the year conference champions, but four overall in the nation. When do they hit the road? 
I mean, it could be if, if round they, three, it, isn't it? Well, they it could be it could be earlier than that because they could put. I don't know how it all works out, but they could put Trinity regionally ahead of them if they if they so decide to because they rank them. You know, the the national rankings kind of go out the window and they start ranking regionally. And if they rank Trinity ahead, it could be week two. Wow. So I mean, I. I don't know how they they would do that, but we've seen them do stranger things. So if they do, it it could throw them on the road early. Now, if they don't, they could they could cruise at home, you know, until probably round three. You're right. When would they run into Whitewater again? That would be round three. Round three. Mm-hmm. So sooner than later, I would. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. You'll so, have three and then the national championship. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, you're talking about the semifinal round. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, there you go. So, that's coming up on Saturday. So, uh, look forward to that. Uh, and then you can hear that broadcast over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, 1330 AM and 93.9 FM, both in the Temple area and in the Waco area. All right. 709. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we move through, and man, I, I I stayed up a little late. I didn't I didn't see the conclusion. I just couldn't do it. But this is to me, this is so much fun. I mean, there's four baseball games on television yesterday. How are you not excited if you're a baseball fan? Great stuff. Plus, we got to go to the ballpark, Baylor ballpark. Uh, it was day two of practice yesterday, and. Uh, New head coach Mitch Thompson met with the media yesterday, so that's cool. We'll, we'll hear from Mitch a little bit uh, later on as he tries to put his team together and uh, figure out what, uh, you know, strengths, weaknesses. You know, I, I was kind of curious if they all wore, you know, the white athletic tape on their caps with their names on them, you know, like you did in football. You used to put that on your helmet and Smith, Jones, so the coaches could remember who you were. Uh, because it, it is there's there's more n- new players in the Baylor baseball program than are than there are returners. I mean, it's just it's you know there's kind of clearing the slate and starting starting fresh, new coaching staff and a lot of new players and let's see where this thing goes. So we'll hear from Mitch Thompson a little later on in the program as well. We'll we'll uh, we'll hear from Dusty Baker. We got a lot of stuff going on for you this morning. Uh as we uh, as we I, I love this time of year. I mean, you got football, you got baseball, and uh you got the basketball starting. NBA's already playing exhibition games, aren't they? NHL started last night. Yeah. How about that? NBA regular season starts a week from today. I know. I'm I'm so pumped. I can't stand it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So ah, looking forward to that. 212 game schedule so look uh it's uh so we got a lot of stuff going on this time of the year all right it's uh, 11 minutes after seven and internally uh we've been working on lining up playoff broadcast and all that kind of stuff so uh for football so there's a lot of things that are that are brewing here all right uh, 11 after seven this is game time here on espn central texas uh coming up we'll uh, we'll talk some baylor football tomorrow night I mean, this is this is kind of <laughs> still dis- discombobulated with it being tomorrow night. But tomorrow night, the Bears and the Mountaineers, we'll talk about it next. Recently on Game Time. 
Hang on. Tom Ward's got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me All see right. it. Let me get it. He's going to knock himself out. No, <laughs> he can't even get the string on his finger. Okay, here we go. All right, go. here ready? we go. <laughs> you know, I just figured this out. This is a right-handed yo-yo. <laughs> Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get that out of here. Oh, gosh. That's a right-handed no. yo-yo. You don't have right or left hands. I'm That's smart enough to know yo-yo. that. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs. Specs knows tailgating in Texas is serious business. And that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week six of the college football season, including Penn State at Michigan, USC at Utah, Oklahoma State at TCU, Clemson at Florida State, Mississippi State at Kentucky. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food. The owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco I. ISD and the Waco High Lions. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. It's fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Founded in 2007, DeShazzo and Nesbitt Law Firm provides experienced, client-focused legal representation for businesses on all varieties of employment issues. Whether it's helping businesses with their employee handbooks, comply with medical leave laws, covenants not to compete, or employment contracts, DeShazzo and Nesbitt is here to help your business on all your employment law needs. A proud supporter of Waco High Lions, DeShazzo and Nesbitt. Learn more at dnaustin.com. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 716, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Coming up, as we mentioned tomorrow night, Baylor and West Virginia kicking off a big week in Big 12 football. You know, uh, in the, going into the uh, the open week, Dave Aranda uh, and his staff had some questions and, uh, and some things that they felt like needed to be addressed and cleaned up be, if they were going to do the things that they wanted to do this season. And, and uh, you know, leadership, uh, practice, skills and in and how they approached practice and just d- different things that he felt like needed to be addressed and he he was asked Saturday you know one of the when we we went into the season and Warden Ryan we talked about basically all summer that the strength of this football team would be up front defensive line offensive line and I don't know that the offense has performed to the to the level that that was expected. Now maybe it was maybe there was too much expected. I don't know. Uh, but Dave Aranda was asked about it in his in his weekly press conference about the the play of the offensive line. It's probably mixed. I would say. I think it's a good question. I think um, you know there's 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 pieces that are around the offensive line that are different that affect some of the outcomes of the offensive line's work. Um, But I think if you were to extract just kind of their play and just kind of the, you know, the, the, um, you know, how much violence is there? How much, how much effort is there? How much um, um, energy is there? I think those are things that we can improve on and we, we must to get to where we want to go. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, translation, they got to play better. I mean, that's just, you know, that's what he's saying. I mean, there's things that were there that, you know, that he's not saying that they played bad, but, you know, if they want to play to the to the level and the standards that they've set for themselves, it, you know, and not only that room, the offensive line room, but I think there's a lot of areas that you could say that, but he was asked specifically about the offensive line, and I just found that interesting because – so much was laid at their feet saying, hey, this is the strength of this football team and and particularly on the offensive side of the football. And he feels that there there's still room for them to step up and, and be better. Well, they haven't dominated. And, you know, we saw a few games last year where they did control the line of scrimmage and dominate a game and where a defense completely down. They haven't done that. Uh, How much of that? And I'm I, he mentioned – there's pieces around it's different. Well, you know what he's talking about. You don't have the bruising Abram Smith to mm-hmm. to help. How much is is it that 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 you've got three or four different guys 
that are rotating the, at that running back spot right now. Shouldn't affect the offensive line at all. And their style of run is totally different than it. Abram Smith was big, bruising, downhill. Uh, you could hit him and still not get him down on the ground. I mean, he could make a guy look good, you know. If, if the holes are there, that's on the back for not hitting the holes. That's not on the offensive line. Well, I think my point was sometimes there weren't holes and Abram Smith made holes for you. Could that uh, be part of the part of the piece? I don't think so because okay. going back and looking, I, I mean, they pushed the line of scrimmage on a consistent basis. Oh, they, and, yeah. And there was, you know, there was creases there all the time. Um, so I, I think he just wants to get back to being that dominating offensive line that, that pushed the line of scrimmage that, that really wore a defense down by the fourth quarter. You saw that offensive line just take over a football game. Yeah. We take nothing from nobody mm-hmm. kind of mentality and, yeah. and because that's what they want to be. I mean, that's what they were a year ago. And that's mm-hmm. what they want to be. They want to be a terrific defensive mm-hmm. football team. They want to play solid special teams. They want to run the football. Yeah. They want to throw it when they want to. Well, now, they want to be able to finish ball games. Yeah, and they want they want to control the offensive side of the football by being able to run the football, mm-hmm. control the clock. I mean, that's that's what they want to be. It's almost like old fashioned football. <laughs> it ain't sexy until the end when you look up and you got more points than the other team. That's right. what they and that's that was their mo a year ago, and that's what they're striving to do. I think with this football team. This year, uh, you know, and again, I don't know that it's, you know, and, and we talked about some of the deficiencies that we have seen in this football team. I, I still don't think it's time to hit a panic button. I mean, as we pointed out, either. Uh, you, you lost to BYU on the road, and we saw how crazy that environment was. And you lost to Oklahoma State at home. And Which is a really good football team. Yeah, and you were in both football games. And Oklahoma State right now is in the top ten in the country. Uh, that's an elite team, and in what has turned into a very, very good top to bottom football conference. You know, we were talking about it with Jerry Hill the other day. Is there, is there an easy out? That's a great question. I I don't know. I think you're going to start seeing in as we roll through this second half. There's going to start being a little bit of separation. I just do. I I don't think Kansas sustains what Kansas has done. Just don't. Show me, and maybe. Of course, they're missing their quarterback. Well, and I I was going to bring that up. That's going to be something to keep an eye on. I don't know if it's, you know, totally going to dismantle that team or not. I don't know. Um, Well, their whole focal point was around that quarterback offensively. It was. But, I mean, you know, they're still winning games. So... You know the defense has something to do with that. Well, he he got injured what early in the in the game last week. Mm-hmm. Not gonna doesn't. Well, I'm not gonna say he's not gonna play. I'm saying he's he's very, he's, he's doubtful. He, he's not playing Saturday. It's already been ruled out. Oh, he has. Yeah, he's out. Mm-hmm. So he's not playing against OU. Um. So I don't know. I and, and OU's not OU right now. So I mean, there may be some separation there. I don't. I don't see. A sleeping giant waking up in Norman. Um, I, I I think you know you're going to see Oklahoma State start separating themselves. I think you'll see 
TCU start separating themselves, and I think you'll see Baylor start separating themselves from the rest of the conference. I think it's going to be a three-man race. So you see TCU towards the top of this league? Yeah, I do. Interesting. We'll see. Uh, it could because right now they're undefeated in the league. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's undefeated in the league. And there's one more. Help me. There's three that are undefeated. And, and again, we're early, early in the conference race. Right. Uh, and I'm trying to think here just off the top of my head. And uh, of, of, hang on, I got it right here. The, the undefeateds in conference include Kansas State. That's the other one. Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and TCU. Uh, Kansas State is at 3-0, and by the way. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's at 2-0. and TCU's at 2-0. and Kansas at two and one, Texas at two and one, Baylor's one and one, Tech is one and two, West Virginia, zero oh and two, Iowa State zero oh and three, and Oklahoma zero oh and three. <laughs> it's just weird to say. I'm sorry, Oklahoma zero oh and three, and three and three overall. So, and again, I was just looking at the the report. From the Associated Press, and the report on the Associated Press does not have Daniel Tolley ruled out. They say likely will be without. So, does that mean is that a hundred percent? I don't know. Uh, I saw a report this morning. That he's he's out. Did definitely you? going with the backup. Okay. Because this was the AP report uh, on on the quarterback. AP it, doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Associated <laughs> Press is. Lo- <laughs> All right, you tell Stephen that. <laughs> uh, so, so Texas, uh, uh, Kansas, rather, will be with, uh, in all likelihood, it's going to be without their quarterback. So that means that uh, Jason Bean will, and, and that's a big miss. I mean, that guy has been special, special for Kansas. And now he's not going to be available. They're going to be on the road. Now, you want to talk about a team that's up, you know, they got their backs against the wall. They're backed into a corner. I think West Virginia's backed into a quarter. There's a couple of teams that, you know. Well, Kansas has got it. I mean, look, Oklahoma is going to be angry. That's going to be a tough game for them. I, I, it, who, whoever was in the conference playing them this week, that's not going to be an easy out. So, Does it matter as bad as their defense is? Yeah, it does. I think it does because they're back at home. I, 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 I don't think that they're just completely forgot how to play the game. I just – Think they're having a hard time right now. I, I see Oklahoma beating Kansas, and then look, they've got Baylor, Oklahoma State. They got a three-game gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Kansas could very easily go over in those three. They could. I, I honestly think they go into to Norman and win. I think Oklahoma's defense is that bad. I don't see it, and I don't know what Oklahoma does on on the offensive side of the ball. They look, they went wildcat last week. Against Texas, they they waved the white flag. I mean, they did. It's it's not good, but it's still. They are discombobulated. Yeah. Do they get it fixed? I don't know. And you're right. They they don't often lose at home in Norman, but they already have this year Kansas State. I don't know. I mean. Maybe they do right the ship, but man, uh, they, they beat, better learn to tackle because they don't uh, know how to do that. They beat Kansas. All right, we'll see. What do you think? You think they beat Kansas with that defense? I, I don't know because to your point, they've given up 104 points in their last two games. So I, 
even with you know Kansas not having their starting quarterback, they're going to give up some points. But at the same time, the Kansas defense hasn't been anything special either, aside from their one, they gave up 11 points to Iowa State. But aside from that, they haven't been great. So I can see it being a shootout, but I'm with Tom. I think Kansas takes this one. How about that? What if they did go in there? <laughs> what, if, what if Kansas did go into Norman? Wow, would that be crazy? I, it, I don't know if Brent Venables would last. Probably not. I mean, look, so who's who's back? Well, I think I know the answer to that. I'm just, I'm just, seasons are going to go, I think, with a, a couple of teams this week, their seasons are on the line. They're either going to go positive or they're going to go negative. And Oklahoma's one of them. I think West Virginia's one of them. I mean, what are they, 2-3, and 0-2 oh in the league? Mm-hmm. At home? Thursday night? I mean, they've 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 got to figure it out and I don't th- and I think if I think they're playing the worst football than of anybody in the league right now does that change I don't know but I think West Virginia's playing the worst football of anybody in the league right now but this is a good league top to bottom we figured that out mm-hmm. so it'll be fun to watch see what happens all right 728 this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas we'll switch gears we'll talk some high school football with you Don Hyde's coming up next We'll talk La Vega and China. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Wake Alliance football presented by Bird College at Ford on ESPN Central Texas. This is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tucson and me this Friday night as the Lions travel to Colleen to take on Shoemaker. Coverage begins at 630 with the pregame show. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Shoemaker Friday night at 630 on ESPN Central Texas. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace next to Ashley's Furniture. Open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, they have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers. Also good for arthritis relief, carry your gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on. Affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. With two outs and two on, Jordan Alvarez blasted a shot into the second deck of Minute Maid Park for a game-winning walk-off home run and an 8-7 Astros win over Seattle. In the other American League series, the Yankees beat Cleveland 4-1. In the National League Divisional Series, the Phillies held off a late charge from the Braves for a 7-6 victory. And former MCC pitcher Chris Martin got the save in a 5-3 Dodger win over the Padres. Bad news for the Kansas Jayhawks. Their number one quarterback, Jalen Daniels, will miss the rest of the season due to a separated right shoulder. College football on tap tonight as Marshall plays host to the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 734. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, read that. Uh, is that a release? Well, no, it, it came out a few hours ago uh, from college football on Fox. Now, I take it for what, it, what it's worth. Uh, Jalen Daniels expected to miss the rest of the season uh, per, per 
uh, Zach Boyer because of a separated shoulder. Wow. So That's a devastating blow to that program. I don't know if that's, I mean, you know, it's, again, it's on the internet, so. <laughs> yeah. It, it, who knows? Right. So they're reporting that but he's, it, he's. But it's out there. Yeah. He, th- so there's reports that he is. Uh, it's a grade three separation, which if it is a grade three separation. Yeah. He's done. Because he was playing really, really well. I mean, really well. Uh, a lot of great games coming up in Central Texas. Uh, and uh, we, again, I, I find it fun just to take a look. And uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the top 10 from around Central Texas. We've um, From around the, the state of Texas, we'll, we'll get to the top 10 coming up in a couple of minutes here on ESPN Central Texas. But uh, we, we got what I think could be a fun game, and it, it always is. And you know, there are rivalry games, Ward, where the, the two programs just don't like each other. And then there's rivalry games where uh, it, it's a friendly rivalry. It's a competitive rivalry. And I think that's what you have with the China Spring-La Vega rivalry. And we'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. Top 10 in high school football. And I know that it doesn't really matter, but it is kind of bragging rights for these programs. And, and it's fun to talk about, you know, hey, that this team's number five. Look, we have a playoff system in place that allows anybody who's who's successful to get in. It doesn't matter what's on the front of your jersey or on the back of your jersey. If you are a good football team, then you're going to have an opportunity to play for a championship. Can't say that about every other aspect of uh, of football, particularly college football, but you can say it in Texas high school football. So let's 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 take a uh, a peek around. The uh, the top the top teams in the state of Texas and we begin and this is from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine so uh, and you can check them out at you know uh, uh, on the on the internet Texas TexasFootball dot com TexasFootball dot com uh, and that's where you, you can check it out at so all right wh- Ryan what do we got as far as high school football uh, and the t- and the uh, the elite teams as it pertains to our Central Texas teams. So we'll start in Class 6A. No teams around our area. Number one ranked team, Galena Park North Shore, 1 through 11 remains the same in Class 6A. 6A, the only division with a top 25 ranking system. Now down to 5A Division 1. Longview still at number one at 6-0 and after their 46-7 win at 40. And number three, Denton Ryan drops out after their loss to Burleson Centennial. Uh, 5A Division 2, Argyle at first. College Station up to number three. You've seen them. Oh, I've seen them, and they're good. Oh, yes. And, and they're good without their starting quarterback and their starting running back, by the way. Yeah, another interesting in that one as well, Alito at five and Centennial, who Ryan just saw on Friday at six. Those two meet up on Friday. How about that? They're a great ball game, man. And then now do 5A Division two Argyle at number one, 6-0 and after a 30-14 to win versus Lake Dallas. And uh, no other team. That's a very DFW-dominated Division there, with Ward. Middle Othian Heritage in there as well. And yes. That's another good football team that some of the Central Texas teams La Vega. saw earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very good football team. Class 4A. How about div- South Oak Clip, though, at number yes. 10, defending state champion? Yeah. Four and, four and three right now. Mm-hmm. Surprising I, to you? It is. It is to me. It is. But again, you know, we, we've, we, heck, we just talked about it earlier today. Bullseye on your chest. Mm hmm. And it's a prime example of it, isn't it? It is that, and, and look, we we talk about it all the time. 
when you're striving for something to get to the top of the mountain, you put the work in and you fight and you, it, but when you get there, isn't it human nature not to, not to fight as hard and not to put the same amount of work in? And sometimes and it is getting to the top of the mountains hard, Especially, staying on the top of the mountains, even harder. Especially if you're a program that doesn't have some of the mystique and mm-hmm. some of the history, uh, you know, South Oak Cliff has it, but it was back a long, yeah. long time ago, uh, back in the 50s. So, you know, they're they're just now trying to build that. And, you know, that's that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I, again, I, I mean, the, the analogy of the mountain. I mean, you, look, it's hard to get to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can do it. No. Nope. But really not everybody can stay there because you've got to put in the same amount of work, maybe even more, and the same amount of commitment, and that's just hard from a human nature standpoint. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now moving down to Class 4A Division One, Stephenville at number one at 6-0, and and then the aforementioned China Spring Cougars, their big matchup with La Vega. They are number two with an overall record of 6-1, and coming off a 59-17 win against a good Alvarado team, guys. Yeah, and you see Salina back in there at number six as well at 5-1. and one. You know, they were always one of the top three or four teams, and then you saw them kind of fade a little bit, but now they're back in it. They're they're going to be a team to reckon with as, as you go through. As Salina elevated, they their ability to win football games just absolutely blew me away. I mean, look, they, no, were, it was they were one of the elite teams in 2A. Yeah. And then they go to 3. You know, just they just keep making the, you know, that, that community continues to grow, and, uh, and they continue to – to maintain, I mean, uh, and, and win and football they games. They eat up Bobcat football over there. Oh, do they ever? And what's the what's? I'm trying to think. Uh, the little town that's right down the street uh, that's also really good. Uh, he, he coached at both places. Springtown? No, no. No, start not Springtown. Um, is it Prosper? No, it's no. It's not Prosper. I'm drawing a blank. But you know what I'm talking about. I do, and I, I'm, he, he I went the to, same blank. He was there, then he went down the street, then, then he, he came, came back. back. Yeah. yeah. What school am I talking about? What? Corey knows. Corey, tell us. <laughs> yes, Corey does know, doesn't he? All right, uh, keep rolling. Class 4, Division 2, Carthage, still a number one of the 7-0 and record. They've been dominant all year long. No surprise there. Belleville moves up to number five as they improve to 7-0 and with a 48-3 win over Brookshire Royal. Then Glen Rose stays put at number nine after a 69 nothing victory over Venus. Now into Class 3A Division One, Franklin still at number one, six and zero. Grandview. Can, moved- it, can anybody challenge Franklin till second or third round? I don't know the way they're playing. Ah, uh, I don't know. Have they played? Have they played Lorena yet? Oh, that's a good question. Pilot point. Pilot oh, Very that's nice. right. Bearcats. It, it, it came to me in a vision. Of course, my vision is Jerry Hill. Thank you, Jerry Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pilot Point. Pilot Point. There you go. Nice. Then, so Franklin at number one. Grandview moves up to number three after their 73-14 win over Dallas Gateway Charter Academy. Cameron Yo moves up to number nine after their big win over Little River Academy. Malakoff stays put at number five. Brock at number 10. At is two that, and four. Is that just the name on the jersey? Why is Bronk at number 10? They're two and four. Can't tell you. Pretty good basketball program. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they've, look, they've, they've done their share in football. Make no mistake about yeah. it. But I, I just, 
it, I saw that earlier this week, and I thought, what in the world? How how did Brock sneak in there back at number 10 after being idle even last week? Yeah, we, the the Salina pilot point thing, that was G.A. Moore, by the G.A. Moore. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, in fact, I, the last game I did at Texas Stadium was a state championship game between Mart and Salina. And go. it was a heck of a football game. Salina won the, the football game. A lot of tradition there. Yeah. I mean, it was. Um, G.A. Moore won a couple of games. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple. <laughs> but he wore them cowboy boots. and. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now moving on to Class 3A Division 2. Gunner stays put at number one with a win over a very good Bells team, 24-14. And that Bells team actually moves up. Or they moved down a spot to number five after the loss there. Palmer stays put at number eight with a, as they improved to six and zero with a twenty eight seven win over Scurry Rosser. Lexington stays put at number nine six and zero. I'm at, telling you, Kirk Moles team quietly going about their business mm-hmm. in uh, in Lexington. The Eagles, they won sixty one nothing over Florence to stay put at number nine. Now, you know, Kirk is a is a local guy from around here, right? So, and Class Two A Division One Timpson stays put at number one at six and zero. They're coming out of their bye week. Crawford stays put. At number three, after behind Holly, which right, is a good mm-hmm. football team, right behind Holly, third, they had a their biggest, I guess, push of the year against Marlin last week. They gave up more points in that one game than they had their previous five. Marlin scored twenty one on them. Shiner stays put at number four. Toller moves up from nine to seven after their win over Coleman, and Centerville moves up from ten to nine after their forty six fourteen win over West. Harden, then Coleman drops from six to number ten after that loss to Toller at Class Two A Division. Toller is a good football team. They yes, are, especially defensively. They've been really good this year. And then Mart seven and zero stays put at number one in Class Two A Division Two. Burton stays put at number two. Uh, Bremon drops from number ten from number eight to number ten after their loss to Chilton. Chilton moves up, or they stay put at number five rather after as they improve to six and zero with that win, forty one thirty. Over Bremont. Now, Bremont and Chilton, obviously in the same district, so mm-hmm. they're obviously in the same region. Mm-hmm. That region does not pair up, I don't believe, with with the, the region Mart is in. Believe it or not, they're in different regions right down the street. How about that? Uh, not until AT&T. AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. And now to the six-man ring. Could you imagine that? that One of those two teams playing Mart for a, for a state title? That'd be fun. It'd How be a, much fun would that be for Central Texas? Yeah, heck of a ball game too, for sure. Now, in six man, one A Division one, Abbott still dominant. Forty eight nothing went over Aquila. They're up to seven and zero. Then down to one A Division two, Benjamin still at number one, six and zero. Ward, uh, I'm just looking here. Is, is there better names of towns and mascots than six man football? Nope. Like you got happy, the Ranklin Red Devils, the Happy Cowboys, <laughs> love that, <laughs> the Iron County Hornets, the Gordon Longhorns, which they can play some football in Gordon. Mm-hmm. They're they're up at number nine as well. Sixty fourteen win over Gorman, stay in the top ten. Now six man ranks Division two now. Benjamin six and zero, and Oglesby moves up to number four. They are seven and zero. Tom. And again, this is a team that made a run last year, but prior to that, they had struggled. I mean, struggled. Uh, so 
what has what's got the light switch turned on over in Oglesby? I don't know, but man, oh man, it's kind of fun to watch, isn't it? Rising Stars playing well right yes, now, number indeed. nine too. Where's is Jonesboro among the top ten? Because that was that's a program that typically is is in your in in your top ten year in and year out. Jonesboro is number four in Class One A Division One. There you go. So and then right outside of Gatesville. Mm-hmm. So now to the private school rankings of the eleven man Dallas Parish Episcopal still in first. 5-1 overall. And then, y'all are going to like this. Moving in at number five, Argyle Liberty Christian. Do y'all know who the coach is there? No. Jason? That'd be Jason Witten. Really? The Fighting Jason Wittens are now in the private school 11-man rankings for Dave Campbell's Texas football. And now in the private six-man rankings, Conroe Covenant is at first, or the number one ranked at 7-0. and There you go. All right, that's a look at Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine's top 10 for the week. And again, uh, look, the rankings, you know, is basically a tribute to the programs uh, because, again, we we don't need the rankings in the system that we use in Texas high school football. We have a playoff system that's in place that allows every program the opportunity to get there. Uh, 740, that, was, that wasn't too bad, a, too big a jab at, at college football, was it? I mean, it's the truth. It, yeah, truth hurts sometimes. Sometimes. 748. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Thursday. Headed to Morgantown to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Live from Morgantown. 6.15 p.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's Baylor and West Virginia this Thursday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short and he's wearing brand new loafers but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com slash steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. 
the source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WEST. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. With two outs and two on, Jordan Alvarez blasted a shot into the second deck of Minute Maid Park for a game-winning walk-off home run and an 8-7 Astros win over Seattle. In the other American League series, the Yankees beat Cleveland 4-1. In the National League Divisional Series, the Phillies held off a late charge from the Braves for a 7-6 victory. And former MCC pitcher Chris Martin got the save in a 5-3 Dodger win over the Padres. Bad news for the Kansas Jayhawks. Their number one quarterback, Jalen Daniels, will miss the rest of the season due to a separated right shoulder. College football on tap tonight as Marshall plays host to the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Texas Truck Love. 7.53, this is game time. Drive safe, fluent your way to work this morning. Let's talk some high school football. Let's welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the La Vega Pirates, Don Hyde. Coach, good morning. Appreciate your time. Hey, wh- what what have you learned? I-, I know you started district last week, but through your non-district schedule, what have you learned about your football team? Uh, I've learned that we we lack experience, and uh, which we knew. Uh, I've learned that uh, injuries can, can decimate you. I've learned that, uh, you know, our kids are committed to the process, committed to getting better every day, and uh, and uh, we're still just trying to grow as a football team. Coach, you get the first win in district over uh, Life Walks and Hatching. Now you get China Springs, a team you know very well. Uh, how important is it for you to get off to a quick start uh, on at home on Friday night? I mean, that's that's always important in any game you play, and, and these guys, you know, you got to – you, you've got to take advantage of every offensive possession you have because uh, they're really good offensively. They do a fabulous job. Coach Beatty's picked up where Coach Bell left off, and uh, you know they're explosive offensively and they're and they're very sound defensively. And so you've got to play really well to be successful against them. And that's the obvious. What what are the the keys to this football game for your for your football team? Is it is it possessing the football and keeping their offense off the field? I mean, that's that's a goal you have every week if you're the Vega Pirates. I mean, you, we're trying to we're trying to grind it out and you know get four or five yards and you know occasionally we bust one up the middle with with, with the running back we got that can take it the distance. But ultimately, we're about you know four yards in a cloud of dust, you know, pretty much. And uh, 
that's what we're trying to do. And of course, if, if that if that means keeping the explosive offense off the field, then, then of course that's a benefit to you. How important is it that you stop explosive plays against the Cougars as much as you possibly can? I mean, that's a that's a that's a stalwart of their offense. I mean, you look up and you watch it film, and uh, you know they're uh, first and ten from the twenty, and the next play they're they're first and goal from the five, and so you know they're uh, they're a big play offense. They got big play potential every time they snap the ball. The quarterback's unbelievable. Uh, McCollum, uh, the running back, Barton runs hard. Uh, the 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 uh, their utility player, I call him X line. Uh, he'll line up at tight end slot off the ball and, and block, and the next play he'll be downfield uh, 40 yards running a post route and catching the football. And then, of course, they got uh, Hafford number eight who does it all for them, and, and their offensive line is very, very good. Coach, in your last three ball games, 0, 14, and 7, is, is, this, is this defense peaking right now? Are they playing good football for you right now? Obviously, they're not giving up points. Uh, we're just continually getting better. Uh, you know we've had some we've had some injuries along the way. We at one point we was down six defensive linemen, and, and we're just trying to piece together defense to get on the field on Friday night. And so you know we're slowly getting some kids back from injury, and uh, and uh, and the kids are you know when you, when you got people hurt, you're trying to do different things, and and you get away from the system you've built in place for a long time, and and kids struggle with that. And so we we've, we've been able to get back to doing what we've done for a lot, for a number of years because we got some kids back on the defensive line, and uh, it's helped us play a little bit better football. Coach, how important on Friday night against a team is when you're kind of evenly matched like you two are, if you can steal a couple of possessions, how big would that be? Oh, it'd be huge. I mean, anytime you can, anytime you can steal a steal a possession, get a turnover. You know, you know, the high school football boils down to three basic principles: you got to block, tackle, and you got to take care of the football. And, and if you can do those three things, you've always got a chance. You know, uh, when we look back at games that we've lost over the years, or games that we've We've uh, struggled in. It, it boils down to those three principles. You know, we didn't block well, we didn't tackle well, and we didn't we didn't take care of the football. And so, taking care of the football in a game that's uh, of this of this size uh, against a great quality opponent, you better take care of the football. What, what's it like, Coach? I mean, La Vega, China Spring, Stephenville, Alvarado. I mean, what's it like to to be in this district week in and week out? I mean, you know you. When you have a when you have a good program, you're used to playing quality people, and so uh, when you're in a district that has quality football programs that we've had for a number of years now, it's just a uh, you know it's an every, every week's a grind, and you know the the, the 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 bad part about this year is we drew the odd straw, and uh, you know we don't have an off week till week ten, and so you know it's been it's been seven seven weeks of grind so far, and this will be our eighth week of grind. And, you know, we're going to grind again next week before we play Alvarado, and then we, then we can take a break before we get the last grind of Bill. So, you know, it's just it's week after week. You better play good football. You're going to get beat. Hey, I know you're busy. I appreciate your time. Uh, it should be fun Friday night. Have fun, and, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Don Hyde, the head coach of the La Vega Pirates. La Vega and China Spring. I didn't realize, and I'm looking now. Yeah, they uh, they don't take a break until the end of the year. And, boy, that is tough. When, when you don't get your open week, the, their open week is uh, is October the twenty eighth. <laughs> I mean, that's awful late in the year. Boy, is it ever! But you know what? They've also are in a five team district, so which they, is not fun. No, they had to go find more non district games, which is even harder because that that sixth week, everybody everybody's in district football, mm-hmm. and so you're you're trying to find uh, you're trying to find games, and look, they. Uh, they they played Yoakum in that final non-district football game. That's not exactly next door, is it? So, but you know that's 
That's what they have to do. That's what LaVega's always had to do. People don't want to play the LaVega Pirates, you know, because year in and year out, they're one of the premier teams in, in the area, one of the premier teams in the state. And so, like a lot of teams, like Mart, like Ch- – I mean, there's a lot of them that have difficulty finding non-district games, and LaVega is one of those teams. And then when you throw in the, the fact that they've got a, a five-team district, so you need an additional non-district game – well, it, it makes it difficult to find those games. So, anyway, it should be fun. I, I, I love this rivalry, La Vega and China, and I think it should be a lot of fun. Hope, uh, hope if you if you don't have a particular game or no tip a uh, an allegiance to a particular program, man, you 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 would uh, you you may find your way over in Bell Mead and, and watch La Vega and China. All right, uh, seven fifty nine. Uh, again, China Spring and La Vega coming up on Friday night. Uh, seven fifty nine. John Morris is here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with athletic director Mac Rhodes as the Big 12 takes on New York City and football headed to Morgantown. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. We have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will have you driving home in style, like a new 2022 Dodge Challenger Charger. Don't settle for anything less than high-quality vehicles from a dealership with a hometown feel. Allen Samuels in Waco is the place to shop for Dodge Challenger and Charger. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Coach Scott Drew and Baylor and Big 12 basketball taking over New York City today. Yeah, it is a cool deal. Uh, I'm, I'm personally excited about it because I think it's just uh, – just different for the for the Big 12 to try try something different right we're the number one men's basketball conference in the entire country why not take it to the number one media market and uh, the epicenter of, of all of the media and uh, no better person than than coach drew um, you know he'll be an unbelievable bat ambassador today for for the for the big 12 and uh and certainly for 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 Baylor and uh, to team him up with uh, with Coach Huggins, that's that's quite a yeah. quite a quite a pair. And you know, I was I was laughing with somebody else because they're actually friends and uh, and have a very respectful relationship. And uh, both of them will will do a great job. And and again, I just appreciate doing something something different. And you know, who knows? Maybe maybe next year it's it's even bigger in in New York City. So, but it's. Uh, it's a great way to get the message out and, and again, 
put a flag in the ground in terms of the, the number one men's basketball conference in uh, in the country. Basketball right around the corner. Football continues. Uh, football team headed out today for Morgantown. Yeah, big big one tomorrow at, at Morgantown. You know, national television, you know, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Uh, um, we need to – we need to break the curse. Um, we're we're zero and five. Um, I think I've lived through four of those. Have you? Yeah, four of those. The first one was in in sixteen. Um, you know, the last time we were there in in twenty, lost in in double overtime, and you know, and and then we we arrived back in back in Waco, and and everybody had COVID, and so not a not a great great experience not a not a great memory and so let's uh let's make a a positive new memory to tomorrow night in in morgantown thanks mac and that's our time for today more tomorrow on our next baylor sports beat Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace next to Ashley's Furniture. Open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, five minutes after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, presented by Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. So... All right, let, let's uh, let's dive into this stuff. Did you get to see much of it? First of all, I'm going to go back and just say I think it's cool that we have daytime baseball in October. Playoff baseball is daytime baseball in October. I, I just I love it. Yesterday, you could have turned your television set on what uh, eleven o'clock ish, and not turn it off till about eleven o'clock ish, <laughs> and you'd have had. Wall-to-wall baseball. Uh, Phillies over the Braves, 7-6. to six. I think that's the only road team to win. Uh, Astros come from behind and beat the Mariners, 8-7. to seven. Yankees beat Cleveland, 4-1. to one. And the Dodgers on top of the Padres, 5-3. to three. L.A. got off to a fast start, scored two in the bottom of the first, including an RBI base knock by Max Muncy, the former Baylor Bears. So, uh, did you see the conclusion of the Astros game? I did. I did as well. Unbelievable. First of all, I think it was like an eight-pitch walk they got, Mm -hmm. and then they got the base knock, and then the the fight in Seattle's made a pitching change, and this was the result. In to try to close it on a Tuesday. Alvarez launches deep right field, and this one is gone, and the Astros walk 
One of the hot teams in baseball, Seattle, had a chance to steal one on the road. Now, here's my question. How do they recover from that? Because don't tell me that, you you know, in, in playoff baseball, that this is not going to have an effect, a negative effect on the Seattle Mariners. I ain't buying that. This ain't the regular season where you play one and what win, lose, or draw, you go to the next one. This is playoff baseball. How do they recover from that devastation? I don't know I that don't they know that, do. I don't know that you can. I mean, that may have set the tone for this entire series. I mean, that I mean, you've you you've are two outs away, I think. Wasn't it two outs? Yeah. Away? There, there was one out in one, the inning, right? Two. There was two outs. There's in two the outs. So yeah, you're one out so away. So you're three strikes, one out away. I thought it was just one out. So you're two strike, a uh, three strikes, one out away from stealing game one on the road, putting yeah, yourself you, in a great position. You just beat Verlander, and you just beat because who did not pitch well, by the way. And you know that's not going to happen again. He's not going to have two outings like that when he comes back and pitches later in the series if they get that far. Uh, and then they literally steal victory from you and they walk it off and you're just, I mean, look, everybody was stunned. I mean, and there was, and that wasn't a cheapie. There was no doubt about that rocket. No, it was the first home run in uh postseason history with a walk-off with the team down by multiple runs. Wow. How about that? First time ever. How in the Lord. See, that's the beauty of baseball. You're always going to see something new when you go to the ballpark. Man. There's always something cool and different. And despite the history of the game, there's always something different. Uh, and so I, I, what, what an unbelievable victory. And I think, I mean, that, that one swing of the bat. No pun intended, but that launches the Astros. No, no doubt. No doubt. But that one swing of the bat may have just dictated how the entire series goes. After the game, Skipper Dusty Baker. I didn't tell them anything. I just, you know, we wanted to keep it close. You know, but they kept adding on runs, which made it difficult to say keep it close. And, uh, you know, that was, that was big. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you want to win the seventh, eighth, and ninth and give you a chance to, you know, to win the ball game. And, uh, boy, that was probably one of the most exciting games that I've been a part of. Um, <clears throat> man, that was, was unbelievable. Even with the walk and the base hit, did you think the Astros were going to win the game? No. I didn't either. I mean, <laughs> I didn't either. I said, okay, that's, that's great. Get it started with the uh, walk. They're going to make it interesting. Yeah. But, man, oh, man, down two. If you'd have said down one, I said, okay. You know, you're going on contact, base knock, blah, blah, blah. But man, oh, man. And I'm telling you, if you go back and watch the replay, it was like the guy was throwing batting practice. It was right down the middle. He threw heat right down the middle, and he turned on that ball, and he sent it in the next week. Wow. What what a what a start to the series for the Astros. And, and again, I – if Seattle comes off the mat, gets up and, 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 and gets something done tomorrow in this series, I'll be surprised. I really will be. I mean, did you, I mean, when the camera went into that dugout, I mean, did you see? I mean, everybody, it was devastation. It was shock. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know how you how you get up from that one. And again, we're not talking regular season. Regular season, you know, 162 games, everything happens. Well, it's the same thing in postseason. I mean, it's yeah. it's more difficult. But the game of baseball asks you to have a short memory. It does. And, I mean, it's a game of failure. There's no doubt about it. Ninety percent. I mean, seventy percent of the time, the right. best the best fail seventy percent of the time. Yeah. So I mean. You've got to wad this one up, throw it in the trash can, and start anew. But that's Good easier, easier said than done sometimes. Yep, and that's right. you know that's why you don't see, you know, teams able to bounce back from certain things. But that's that's what you've got to do, and they've got to come out with some fight tomorrow night. I mean, if if not, this one's over. Yep. So uh, any surprises? Were you, I, I was a bit surprised. I don't know why, but I was. I thought that Atlanta was. Would take care of business in game one, but they didn't. But, you know, everything else, I'm not surprised the Yankees won in New York. Are you? No. <laughs> it's October. No. <laughs> They're supposed to. I mean, isn't that their birthright? <laughs> yeah. To win in October in, in, in Yankee Stadium in New York? I mean, come on. Uh, and the Dodgers get, you know, like we said, get off to the fast start. And, uh, and get and they it done. Kershaw tonight, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. He's going against you, Darvis, tonight. What a matchup that's going to be. Indeed. Indeed. So here's what you got. A couple of a couple of the series are taking the day off, and a couple of them continue yeah, I don't, on. I don't get that. You played four yesterday, and now you only play two today, and, and the ALDS gets the day off. I, well, I think – Scheduling I don't get, but whatever. Here's, here's why I think. I think they're trying to push everything into prime time and why they – you know – well, they got two afternoon games, an yeah. afternoon game today, an afternoon game tomorrow, and a night game. I I don't know. They're don't late afternoon games, though. I mean, they're, they're 3 30, 4 o'clock ish, and not noon. And, you know, uh, Phillies and, and the Braves are at 3 30 this afternoon. Padres and the Dodgers at uh, 7 o'clock tonight. Now, that's 5 o'clock on the West Coast, but it is prime time. You, you're getting the Dodgers in prime time. Uh, in the central part of the country and in the east. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, it's a 5 o'clock in the afternoon game in Los Angeles. People are driving home and, <laughs> and they're playing baseball. Yeah, they're not driving home. They're going to the game. There was a bunch That's there a, last night. Boy, I'm telling you. There was a bunch there last night. Uh, and then on Thursday, you got two more. You got, the, the, uh, you got Seattle and Houston, that is – well, you know what? That's a 2-30 game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Yankees in Cleveland at 6-30. That puts the Yankees smack dab in the middle of prime time, doesn't it? Imagine that, the, the New York Yankees in prime time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, and that's the only thing I can think of is why you start yeah, with everybody and then split it. I don't get the split today, but whatever. Well, and again, last night we had two games – several times you had two games going at the same time, so – I don't know that you know. Maybe it's for for ratings. They don't want to split the the, the it's baseball fine with TV me because it's, I'll be able to watch the Dodgers and the Astros and the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And that's who you want to watch. You don't yeah. care about Philadelphia and, and Atlanta, do you? Nope. Be honest, you don't. I don't. Do you? No. Of course not. I mean, uh, if that was the only game on television, I'd watch. Not me. I mean, I, no, not you. Mm-mm. Oh, I will. I will to, not not watching it. I will this afternoon. There's no I'll, question. I'll watch college football instead. Now the bummer of the whole thing is is tomorrow night. You know, I've, I've mentioned this to you guys before. I love that Thursday night college football window as long as it doesn't involve Baylor. 
We've got college football tonight. Yeah, well, yeah. But I think I'm going to be watching baseball. Sorry. Who do you got tonight? Louisiana and Marshall. Yeah, okay. I'll be watching baseball tonight. I'm watching football. I know you will be. And a lot of the country will be as well. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's, I'm sorry. There's more football fans than there are baseball fans. That's baseball's fault. Well, well why is it baseball's fault? Because they won't let them take steroids. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't I, I I was I knew something crazy would be coming, but I didn't know it was that. <sighs> Let's get a home run race going. Well, I thought we had one this year. We had yeah. I mean That was a made up one. I mean it wasn't made up. Hang it is, on, hang on. It it got more attention because baseball was trying to reach a little bit it was the american league record but it got more attention than you might have seen before because it was not the home run record because that's owned by barry bonds and then you had mcguire and sosa in the big race that's the home run record but everywhere you saw a new home run record in major league baseball yeah it is he beat the babe and he beat roger maris he got 63 i get it and it to me, it was cool because I, I love Roger Maris. I love the old Yankees. Um, and, and to see, unlike the Maris family, they didn't want to see that record broke. But to see that American League, it was an American League record that was broke. But it was not a major league record that was broke. But it got a lot of attention like it was. Baseball was trying to put itself back on a big stage. And maybe they are ashamed because that record is owned by steroids. But you shouldn't be because it saved your sport. But my question is, what's wrong with baseball beating the drum of that American League home run record? Wouldn't every other sports league? I mean, we talked about. What's the National League record? Don't know. There you go. That's all you need to say. I don't know. 16? Yeah. I mean, that's all, that's <laughs> but, all you need to say. But look, wouldn't, wouldn't David Stern in the NBA do the same thing when he was the commissioner? He was the king of promotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, they elevated that sport to – remember the slogan? It's fantastic. They haven't used that, and I don't know when. But they, I still remember that slogan. Right. Wouldn't the NFL have marketed a, a, a record of the, of the NFC or the AFC if there was a record? Sure they would have. It's, it's a marketing know. tool. I, yeah, it is. But it got, it got more attention. They tried to make people think that we've got a home run record going in Major League Baseball when it was – yeah, it was – but again, who's who owns the National League record? We don't know. I'll tell you in about five minutes. I, I get it. <laughs> Stephanie well, and the internet. How stupid of us. Who owns the National League record? I who owns no the idea. Major League record? Barry Bonds. Wouldn't he also own the National League record too then? Well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so ask me the question again <laughs> right and, and i get that okay sorry yeah i know me too but, we, I mean, we they, sit here for 10 minutes going i don't know but uh, again so if i get your point but it was still a cool race i i like a I cool en- dude doing it i enjoyed every minute of it i i did i'm not saying i didn't but they were still they they put a spin on it that didn't necessarily need to have a spin on it. Well, maybe I, I don't know. I, I, I because I, they're trying to make you forget about Bonds and McGuire and Sosa. 
They oh. want you to forget about that error. Well, that's kind of hard to do. We, that's all we talked about is those I, guys were included in the sentence with Aaron Judge. Yeah, and I, I think right or wrong, still I think all three of those guys belong in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I also think there needs to be a note that says this was the steroid era throughout baseball. I'm not saying every baseball player took steroids. I'm telling you there were more that did than you know of. Oh, I'm It, it I'm wasn't sure just a right. handful of sluggers. No. No, it wasn't. There was pitchers. I mean, there was all kinds of dudes yeah. doing it. There, there absolutely was. So, I mean, it's live with it and move on, but you're right. I think and it, at that it, time, it, there it, was a lot of baseball like nobody's it business. It absolutely did. It what? absolutely did. But now now we're going to legislate the heck out of it. I mean, how many times can you throw over to first base? Well, that's limited now. That's limited now. Yeah, Start and, next year. And that's one of the problems I have with baseball right now is you keep trying to speed up the game, which shouldn't be sped up. You, you tr- keep trying to change the game from the way it was originally played. I get it. Everything evolves and everything changes. And I'm okay with that. Me too. But not in the game of baseball. I mean, it doesn't. If you don't want to watch a three-hour baseball game, then don't watch. Go do something else. Yeah, I Let agree. me enjoy the game the way it's supposed to be played. And I think baseball should promote the fact that it's the only sport that doesn't have a clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, take take those stupid pitch clocks and throw them in the trash. Play you, the you game wanna, the way it was you designed. You want to speed up a baseball game? Breaks well, in between innings. <laughs> yes. Take a one-minute timeout in between innings. Instead and, of and three and a half. Yeah. Or a five-minute timeout for commercials. I get it. You're trying to make money. But, I mean, if you know, bottom line, let's don't change the game just for financial gain, which is probably the stupidest sentence I've ever said because that's what people do. But, I mean, just let the game be played the way it's supposed to. I agree. And, and get more money for the one-minute spots instead of – trying to fill it in with, you know, three- or five-minute spots. I, I you, could not agree with you more. You, you wouldn't have this problem with the pitch clock and all the silliness. Well, they say, and we got to get to break. I know he's screaming at us. But they <laughs> say that today's consumer, because of, you know, instant gratification with information, cell phones and all that, that they don't have the patience to watch a three-hour baseball game. And I don't agree with that. I think – I think if you like the game, you like the game. Mm-hmm. If you don't like the game, you, you you don't like the game. I can't bring you over to the other side if you just don't like it. And I'm not going to run you off uh, if you like it. I mean, it's right. if you like it, you like you know. If you like green beans, you like green beans. I mean, you know, whether they're in a bowl or on a plate. I, I you know. Anyway, eight twenty one. We're right back with more in just a moment. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by Kyla Dietrich and Kelly Realtors. Coach, coming off a 51-44 win over Valley Mills last Thursday night, this is a game where your your team was able to take the lead, score offensively, but every time it looked like you were going to put the game away, Valley Mills scored and made it a game again. Uh, no doubt. We kind of jumped up 21-7 first quarter and really kind of had control of the game, we thought, and they went up-tempo on offense and um, kept cutting the lead. Um, and we kind of played back and forth after the first quarter, just trading – trading touchdowns and so it was a pretty high scoring affair um, but we were able to hang on and um, capitalize on a couple things late which was important for us because uh, last week you know that, that Rosebud lot kind of capitalized on some of our mistakes so we kind of flipped it a little bit this week so that was good for our kids. Continuing district play tonight on the road against a very good Marlin team they're coming off a close loss to Crawford talk a little bit about this Marlin team first of all offensively. 
Uh, well, you know, they've got speed on both sides of the ball, uh, specifically offensively. Um, and they don't have a lot of kids that uh, play both sides. They have a few, um, but they, um, uh, they're real explosive. Um, and they've got a few kids that can really go score at any moment. Um, so running or throwing. What about defensively for Marlin? Uh, defensively, their defensive line and linebackers are really good. They're big, strong, aggressive kids. Um, their secondary is pretty fast, and they've got a safety that may be one of the best kids in 2A in the state of Texas. Um, and so uh, we've got to make sure we know where he's at for sure. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Football is back in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Specs has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week six of the college football season, including Penn State at Michigan, USC at Utah, Oklahoma State at TCU, Clemson at Florida State, Mississippi State at Kentucky. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. All right, 826, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to talk some uh, Baylor and West Virginia coming up in a few minutes with Keenan Cummings from WVSports.com, part of the Rivals family. But uh, we got several tw- uh, uh, text messages, so let's let's dive there, and uh, we'll hit those real quick from the 254 uh, Texas will win the rest of their games with QB back. So there's, a, you know, with uh, with Ewers back mm-hmm. at the helm. And look, he he makes them a different team offensively. There is no question about that. Uh, how about this one? Uh, uh, that game is next Friday. What game are we talking about is next Friday? I don't know. I missed that. I, I don't know what we're talking about there. But anyway, he said that game is next Friday. Uh, Corey says 63 home runs. 
is great, no doubt, but it's seventh best all time in Major League Baseball. And, and Major League Baseball was trying to was trying hard to forget about Barry Bonds, the best player ever. Okay, there was, you go. I was with you all the way until the best player ever part. Uh, well, he's a home run king. He he is that. He is that. Uh, no, uh, you know, again, I think that's pretty subjective on who the best player ever is. Who is the best player ever, in your opinion? Well, I don't know. That's a great question. And everybody, so many choices. It, it, for me, I'd have a hard time saying it's not Babe. That, me too. I was just about to say the same thing because remember, that guy could pitch. He could pitch. And he was hitting home runs when the home runs weren't hit in baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, and we'd have to research this, but did I see at one point. He was he, hitting a sawdust bag over the wall. Wait, he was hitting home runs. I, I, one year he hit more, more home runs than, a, than some teams in the league yeah. combined. I mean, it was he was that kind of dude. Uh, what if there was and more he had video? Fun. What if what if there was more? Yeah, he certainly had his share. What if there was more film, video, whatever, of his highlights? I mean, wouldn't that be cool to see? I mean, oh, there's there's yeah. some, but I mean, again, not many. Uh, grumpy old fan. Let's let's get there because I think he says some things that are interesting. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, the pitch clock eliminates a total of a half an hour of nothing happening. I don't care. Also, uh, automated strike zone, so a strike is a strike and a ball is a ball. I get it, and it's heading that way, I'm afraid. It is, but I love the human and element of it. Yeah, and that's why baseball is – it's not the speed of the game or anything else. It's all these tweaks and things that yeah. Gadgets. baseball is mm-hmm. turning me off. Football, it takes – uh, football is takes longer than baseball, but what little action there is in football is more dramatic. Okay. Depends on the game. I, I'm not doing the pitch clock. Sorry. I mean, and I'm not doing the automated strike zone. Sorry. I want an umpire. Oh, guess what? You're gonna. I, uh, don't tell me that. You're uh, gonna if you want to watch baseball. And then here's one from the 281. Jalen Daniels retweeted the report about him uh, being being out for the year and said in the tweet it was news to him and we have verified that tweet have we not yes on Jalen Daniels Twitter the the tweet the tweet he was responding to is the one by Zach Boyer that was posted at 407 yesterday evening saying that he's expected to miss the rest of the season and then about two hours later Jalen Daniels retweeted saying sheesh ellipses that is news to me wow you know what Wait and see. Stay tuned, as <laughs> as we say in the business. Mm-hmm. And here's one that says, The Babe? Were y'all alive back then to remember him? I wasn't. Ward was. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I went and saw him often. <laughs> oh, tough. <laughs> no, but you have stats. You have numbers. You can read. The, the, the guy was unbelievable. You know, he, he when he was in Boston... I mean, he he would he would uh, he'd go that mountain and get it done. So, I don't know. <laughs> Just an opinion. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. Uh, and, and you know what? Look how Jackie Robinson changed the game. Mm-hmm. Besides the obvious, I mean, the running game. Well, he he invented the stolen base it, game. Yeah, I mean, he, look. I mean, look what he did for 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 that. Uh, 
and a tremendous player. You know, he's a middle infielder, and he played a lot of first base. He moved over to first base when he got to Brooklyn. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys for a lot of reasons that you could have that conversation for. All right, 831, we're running way behind here. So let's uh, let's step aside, and when we come back, we'll talk Baylor and WVU. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Stoke Field headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. You get asked why it was the best team you played on. They, they, everybody thinks it was the 80 season because we won the Southwest Conference or the 79 because we won the Peach Bowl and beat a good Clemson team that would win the national championship a year or two later. But it really, you got to go back to the 78 team, which in my opinion was better talented than the 79 and 80. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. With two outs and two on, Jordan Alvarez blasted a shot into the second deck of Minute Maid Park for a game-winning walk-off home run and an 8-7 Astros win over Seattle. In the other American League series, the Yankees beat Cleveland 4-1. 
In the National League Divisional Series, the Phillies held off a late charge from the Braves for a 7-6 victory. And former MCC pitcher Chris Martin got the save in a 5-3 Dodger win over the Padres. Bad news for the Kansas Jayhawks. Their number one quarterback, Jalen Daniels, will miss the rest of the season due to a separated right shoulder. College football on tap tonight as Marshall plays host to the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and Texas Truck Love of Waco. All right, 835, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's talk a little college football coming up tomorrow night. Baylor and West Virginia from Morgantown. And Keenan Cummings joins us now from WVSports.com, part of the Rivals family. Keenan, thanks for being with us. Let's let's begin with where these two teams are. From West Virginia's perspective at 2-3, and 0-2 oh in the conference, is Coach Brown's team kind of backed into a corner with this game on Thursday night? You get the sense of that. Um, this is a West Virginia team that, yes, you're two and three, and you are what your record says you are. But you, you look at some of the games that West Virginia has played so far, Texas boat raced them. Uh, Texas was motivated, played really well at home, and, and really just beat West Virginia. The other two losses they've had, you know, they've had plenty of opportunities to win the game. They just have not been able to do it. So you know, this is a team that kind of looks at itself in the mirror, and yes, you're two and three, but you know, you, you could be four and one right now. So West Virginia feels motivated. You know, they're saying all the right things, uh, but, you know, obviously talk is talk. We'll see how they perform. I do think that West Virginia feels that, you know, this is a chance, a game at home against a really good Baylor team. You know, if you're going to turn your season around, maybe this is a chance to do it. For the West Virginia running game, how much different is it going to be without C.J. Donaldson in the ballgame? They've played three backs pretty much all year. Um, Donaldson's role, though, has continued to grow throughout the year. I think they're going to miss his ability to break tackles, um, especially something that really a lot of people don't think about is really what he does on third down. You know, this is a guy that was a former tight end, 240-pound guy, that they put on third down a lot, uh, really good in pass protection, catches the ball well. They were moving more towards he was kind of becoming their third down back. So that'll be a little bit different. Uh, but in terms of what he does, uh, they're going to miss his running. They're going to miss what he's able to do with the ball in his hands. But it's not necessarily a shock to the system, considering you know he doesn't even lead West Virginia in carries right now. Is, is this JT Tan, JT Daniels football team? Is he is he the leader of this football team? Yeah, I would I would argue to say he's definitely one of them. Um, he kind of has came in since he got here in May. Has really taken the bull by the horns. You know he. The players respect him, you know. The coaches respect him. And if you, I don't know how if you guys have ever listened to an interview from him or listened to the guy talk. You know, one thing we always heard, you know, before we were able to talk to him is how intelligent he is. And you listen to him, you could sit and listen to the guy talk football all day. Uh, really smart guy. He, he doesn't get rattled. Uh, kind of the, what you want as a quarterback. And uh, I think perfect example of this is against Pitt. You know, they didn't win the game, but you know, he threw a pick six, which wasn't his fault bounced right off the receiver's face mask and it was a lucky bounce. Well, unlucky for West Virginia. He comes out and says he doesn't worry about it, doesn't have the team rattle, takes him down the field and, you know, is, is stopped an inch short uh, from scoring with a, a minute something left. So I think that kind of shows you how he, how he processes things and how he responds. And the team has rallied around that. 
with Neil Brown and Dave Aranda both being defensive-minded coaches, can you see this be a low-scoring game? I think it's going to be interesting. I, I, West Virginia's defense has struggled at times this year. For why why is that? Just, why is that? They had a lot of turnover. They've had a lot of turnover, a lot of guys that haven't performed up to what they expected. Um, they hit the transfer portal pretty hard, and that unit's still gelling. You know, up front, very good. Uh, they're very, very good up front. I mean, you guys are plenty familiar with Dante Stills, Jordan Jefferson, you know, some of the names they've had for multiple years. But it's the second and third levels that have really struggled, especially in the secondary. You know, West Virginia's had issues with guys even getting lined up right. You know, had issues with guys being in the right position, you know, being able to cover man zone. It's been an issue. At times, you've seen signs that it's improving. But then you have games like Texas where where Sark really kind of cut them up and and exposed them in some ways. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how West Virginia used the bye week you know, if there's any personnel changes, you know, or what else has happened for them to kind of sure things up back there. You you mentioned the transfer portal. Uh, how has the transfer transfer portal affected this 2022 football team, both players coming and going? A lot. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. I think they brought in 10 players, 10 or 11 players, and they've lost 20-some. Now, of that 20-some, you know, probably six or seven were actually contributors. You know, in today's world, there's a lot of moving and shaking each way, um, kind of like a subway station when it comes to the transfer portal, but <laughs> a, a lot. I mean, I think that you look at some of the guys they've lost. I mean, would they like to have Akeem Mesidor, Jackie Matthews, Daryl Porter, you know, uh, Josh chandler Samito back? Yeah, they would, uh, but they also brought in some good players. You know, we, we talked about JT Daniels, you know, some of the other guys. And I don't think they're waving the white flag when it comes to some of the guys they brought in in the secondary. But it's just, you know, you lose, they lost their best corner in the first game, and they really put a lot on Charles Woods, first team all-Big 12 preseason guy. So they've kind of having to been scrambling and try to find some ways to, to remedy that, and they've struggled to do so. What's that atmosphere going to be like in Morgantown around the stadium and by kickoff time? It's usually pretty awesome. I would be surprised if it's not. Um, now, there is some forecast for some rain Thursday, which is which is weird because the whole week it's sunny. It actually feels good up here. I think it was 60-some degrees yesterday, which this time of the year you'll take that. There's supposed to be some rain. If the rain is early and it holds off at night, I think the crowd will be really, really fired up, really, really ready to go. Um, this is a game that West Virginia, has, a, as we mentioned at the opening, They've got to win. I mean, I know the Baylor's a really good team, but this league, I mean, you guys know it, well, one through ten, I mean, there, there's not many layups, if any layups, on the schedule. There might not be a ton of great, great teams, but every team is good. And uh, West Virginia and Neil Brown can't afford, you know, to, to, to start the season two and four and then head on the road to Texas Tech. Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier this morning is – this league top to bottom is is good i mean it's just there's there's no freebies in this league uh when it comes to coach brown what's the vibe right now i mean obviously they haven't had the success that that they've wanted and and look i think he's a tremendous coach but for whatever reason it just hasn't happened so far yeah i think there's frustration i mean you you talk to two different people you talk to the administration frustration you know are in the fan base there there's patience with the administration, I think that they've been very patient. You know, they've, they've offered support. Uh, Shane Lyons even offered a, I don't want to say a uh, vote of confidence, but definitely a supportive statement 
earlier in the season about some of the some of the struggles that West Virginia's had. But the fan base is starting to get struggled. You know, this is a proud program. I know that West Virginia, for the most part, has somewhat underachieved since they've been in the Big Twelve. But the fan base isn't used to that. You know, they're used to winning a lot of games. They're used to having success. Um, they haven't necessarily found that not only under him, under Dana Holgerson. So they're kind of at that point where that they have a motto around here: "Trust the climb." Is what Neil Brown says a lot, and fans have really done a good job doing that. Until recently, I think they're really starting to see some cracks in the foundation. They want to see results. You know, it's year four in college football. They typically say if by the third year, fourth year, you're not showing signs of improvement, there's calls for concern. And I feel that's how fans are really starting to perceive things. You know, they, you can do everything right off the field, recruiting, you know, just the way you handle yourself, the way you develop the program. But as you guys know, this is a result results-based in industry. and You have to find a way to win games. So. And Neil knows that. You know, he's talked about it, too. It comes down to wins and losses. Keenan, what are you guys working on for uh, WVSports.com? Uh, a bunch of stuff. Uh, profiling, you know, some some of the things that West Virginia's got to do to get things going in the run game, especially with what Baylor's able to do, you know, with their front and obviously the way that, that they, they can play a light box and make things difficult on teams. Uh, trying to look at adjustments, as we mentioned earlier, for C.J. Donaldson. And, uh, you know, fourth down, I think fourth down will be interesting in this game. Both these teams like going for fourth down. Uh, well, you know, when it makes sense. Although Baylor has gone a few times that are kind of wild. <laughs> deep in their own end. Yeah. But, uh, and with West Virginia, the way West Virginia struggled on defense, usually you get to fourth down, you know, you throw a parade for West Virginia. That might not be the case in this game. Might have to play all four downs and try to get the Bears off the field. So, I think there's some interesting angles in this game. These two teams typically play close. And then there's been a few blowout games, but overall, these two teams typically play close, and West Virginia's had a lot of success against Baylor and Morgantown, as you guys know. Hey, Keenan, thanks. We appreciate your time, as always, and uh, look forward to visiting with you again soon. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Have appreciate a great day. Keenan Cummings from uh, WVSports.com, part of the Rivals family. Uh, Ward, kind of like we thought. I mean, they're, they're viewing this as a must-win uh, in yeah. Morgantown. You know they they can't they can't fall to two and four zero oh and three. Oh, they can, but they don't want to. If they do, the wheels may come off, uh, and that's you know. And, and from Baylor's perspective, do you want to uh, drop to three and three overall, and and then look at your uh, your conference record and and uh, be one and two in the league? Uh, I, I don't think so. I, I think this is an incredibly important football game for both teams. So we'll see how it goes. 845, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Mark Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, I know it, it may sound like a broken record, but uh, your team played well in a 56 to nothing victory over Frost. Talk a little bit about what you liked in, in the game uh, on Friday night. Well, you know, we won, uh, number one, and uh, number two, the kids uh, – uh, played well, and uh, we saw things on film uh, that that we we made an emphasis on uh, during the week, and uh, uh, so you know they're they're listening and paying attention and, and focusing on you know the task at hand, and uh, you know when you play uh, you know someone that's uh, a lesser uh, opponent, and and everybody knows it, uh, you know you, you don't want to let those teams just hang around hang around you want to you know you, you want to do what you're supposed to do and get them down early and get it down quick and get the game over with 
what do you do this week during the open period? Well, we gave them Monday off. We didn't have school. Uh, I would typically give them uh, a Monday after school. We wouldn't practice. We're, we're not practicing every day after school. So, uh, basically, we uh, morning weights. Uh, I've given them a little break from the, the morning weights that we usually do. And uh, so, and I give them a break a couple of days after school. We're not going to practice. So, uh, give them a chance to uh, rest and uh, kind of give them a break and, uh, uh you know, just kind of recharge the batteries for this, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, a final push. But uh, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to go over. We're going to take, you know, one day I scheduled for team pictures. And, uh, you know, we're going to get in the weight room and we're going to practice after school three days a week for about an hour and a half. And, uh, you know, just just uh, go, go back over fundamentals and uh, have fun and uh, do some things that, uh, we don't necessarily get a, a lot of time to do, but we're also going to introduce uh, Wortham, who will be our next opponent. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. At Kubota, we want to help you deliver a job done right. That's why we want you to know that new Kubota inventory is arriving daily at WC Tractor. You have work to do. We have the reliable, durable, and versatile Kubota lineup to help you do it. Visit WC Tractor today for all your Kubota equipment needs. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at wctractor.com or call us at 1-888-887-2286. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. With two outs and two on, Jordan Alvarez blasted a shot into the second deck of Minute Maid Park for a game-winning walk-off home run and an 8-7 Astros win over Seattle. In the other American League series, the Yankees beat Cleveland 4-1. In the National League Divisional Series, the Phillies held off a late charge from the Braves for a 7-6 victory. And former MCC pitcher Chris Martin got the save in a 5-3 Dodger win over the Padres. Bad news for the Kansas Jayhawks. Their number one quarterback, Jalen Daniels, 
will miss the rest of the season due to a separated right shoulder. College football on tap tonight as Marshall plays host to the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 851, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. We mentioned the, uh, well, we talked a lot about the game tomorrow night and the uh, importance and significance of it. Uh, we just had Keenan Cummings from WVSports.com on the program uh, giving his perspective. What does Neil Brown think about the Baylor football team? And uh, in his press conference earlier this week, he, he kind of gave a scouting report on, on, the, uh, on the Bears. You know, a group that really dominated us last year. Um, had some chances in the first half to make it a game, and they just they hit a bunch of explosive plays against us last year. Um, and then we didn't do a very good job in the red zone. But I thought they just physically um, got after us down in Waco last year. Uh, very well coached in all three phases. Uh, I think they've taken on the demeanor of, of Dave. Um, they, they don't get rattled. Um, they're very consistent week in and week out. Um, starting with special teams, I think their specialists are really good. They've always done a nice job in the return game, and that goes back to when Coach Rule was there too. Um, and and they continue to do that. They've they've had a nice they've done a nice job so far in their punt return game. And we're gonna that's gonna be something that we have to spend some time on this week for sure. Um, defensively, I think it starts with you know who the who the head coach is. Dave Rand, I think he's one of the, the top defensive minds in the country. And then his defensive coordinator Ron Roberts. Um, is a guy that was in some smaller colleges for a long time, and and people in the southeast knew who he was, and 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 knew how well um, coached his defenses were, and now you know being at Lafayette first, and now here at Baylor, um, he's starting to really um, the entire country starting to find out how good a defensive coach uh, Coach Roberts is. So a lot of respect for both those guys. There you go. Uh, what Neil Brown thinks of of the Bears and. And again, I, I, I think this is an incredibly interesting game, an incredibly important football game. Is it more important for Baylor or is it more important for West Virginia? Uh, toss a coin. I don't know. I, I just – look, I, I think if, if, if West Virginia wins tomorrow night, I'm not sure – the wheels aren't off the Baylor football team in my opinion. If West Virginia loses, I think if they very well could go the the wrong way. I mean, you know, they're they're looking around, scratching their head, going, "What in the world?" They're zero and three in the league, and you know they're you know that's trouble. That's trouble. So we'll see. Uh, I, I again, I think it's an intriguing and, and very interesting football game, and it uh, starts tomorrow. We'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Ward and I will at three o'clock. Come hang out with us. We may have. Some fun. Th- I think we may have some Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo tickets for uh, to give away. So we'll we'll do that and we'll uh, break down the game and uh, in in depth and uh, and just have some fun telling you about the the deals and the specials and all that. And if we can get uh, we can get everything in line, we'll we'll get John to give us the final word uh, prior to the broadcast uh, from uh, from Morgantown. We'll get uh, JMO on and see if we can't. Uh, Get some inside information if anything crazy is breaking in Morgantown. So, and, and also get a weather report. I, I didn't realize that we're expecting rain potentially tomorrow in Morgantown. And how does that change uh, the game plan? I, you know, 
Of course, Baylor's going to try to run the football first, so we'll see. But there's a lot of things going on in this game, and and uh, we'll uh, we'll get to it uh, tomorrow at three o'clock. Now, coming up at three this afternoon, John is here with uh, with the John Morris Show, and John is uh, John is going to have on the program uh, Chris Allman. He'll be talking uh, WVU fun facts, and uh, he'll also have some audio from the uh, Mitch Thompson press conference. We intended to get to some of that today, but what we got going on on football and just uh, didn't have a chance to get to it. We'll try to get to it tomorrow on the um, on the morning show. Uh, again, uh, John at three today and Matt's at four. We're right back at seven o'clock in the morning. He's Ward. He's Ryan. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.